this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 172. And today we're at Psalm 18.7. There's a story about how that, I believe the queen wanted to hear Spurgeon preach in London. And, uh, uh, she could uh, hardly get in. Uh, she went to one of the services, and and uh, he was, the church was so jam packed that uh, they had to make room for for her. I'm sure they let her in, but uh, there was some kind of uh, uh, situation there. I'll I'll relate some of the things to you maybe on Monday that Spurgeon said about the monarch of that time and uh, and I'll find that story for you in detail. I have not heard it in a while and I have not told it in a while but she was very impressed with uh, Spurgeon. Again, how does God make people great? I mean how do people become great? Only God can make them great and if they obey him uh, then they will remain great and they will die great like Spurgeon did and like Queen Elizabeth the Great that's right I'm with I'm with <clears throat> Prime Minister Johnson And first of all, you don't, you know, the person cannot want to be great. <laughs> you can't be great if you want to be great. God will take a humble young lady who did not even have her father to guide her to become the greatest queen in the history of the world. And I believe the greatest monarch since King David and King Solomon. That's what I believe. I believe the, I believe the history books will bear that out. I don't think anybody, and no, no, I can't think of any monarch who had uh, this kind of influence and and wisdom. Even though I disagree as a prophet and I rebuked her for the things I disagreed with and I told her what she should do even on her dying bed and hopefully those things will be done 
But anyway, the word of God says, Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken. Because he was wroth. Dr. Spurgeon goes on, There was no great space between the cry and its answer. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but is swift to rescue his afflicted children. David has in his mind's eye the glorious manifestations of God in Egypt at Sinai and on different occasions to Joshua and the judges. And he considers that his own case exhibits the same glory of power and goodness and that therefore he may accommodate the descriptions of former displays of the divine majesty into his hymn of praise. Then the earth shook and trembled. Observe how the, that's a word that Spurgeon stole from Matthew Henry, or, or was, and or was popular during that time. Interesting word that Matthew Henry used regularly. He would just say, observe, and then he'll go off into something real good. And so Spurgeon is using that word too here. Most solid and immovable things feel the force of supplication. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Please allow me to say that to you again. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. See, this is, see, this is what some people do not understand. Huh? Prayer is like a battering ram. If you pray without ceasing and you pray regularly, that will bring down the walls of Jericho and all and uh, all of your walls. Hard, obstinate things and people. God can bring them down whisper, with 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 a whisper of prayer to the God of heaven, unmovable things can come tumbling down, my beloved. I, listen to me, I know, I know, I know, I know some of you are already out and about at Walmart and Target buying stuff you don't need. And do you know millions of people go to the store to buy something to make them happy for that day? They, it's just, it's just in them, in them. And don't give them any money because they're going to go buy something that's going to make them happy for that day. I say that day because by tomorrow it's not going to make you happy. I know some of you are already out and about. You're trying to listen to me in the car as you go from Walmart to Target and Kohl's and other places. <coughs> 
I, I've seen my mother and my sisters go shopping and uh, and be fussing all the way, be mad while shopping, and then fuss all the way back, and uh, including my uh, niece, and be mad as far, and they'll, but yet they'll buy some nice boots or purse or whatever, and and and, and they think that will make them happy. Buy, see, it's like it's like an addiction, people. That can become an addiction too. There are some real shopaholics. Uh, just like gambling can become an addiction. Nope, there's no such thing as sex addiction. So don't don't and there's no such thing as uh, pornography addiction for saved people. So don't we're not going that far. Now that's just just a bit. That's what you want to do, devilish one. Anyway, uh, that stuff will not make you happy, people. Money will not make you happy. A big fine house on Pork Chop Hill will not make you happy. A new car will not make you happy. It might all make you worry more, but not, not happy. But I know some of you are out and about. Some of you need to be out and about so you can buy food for the family. That's good. Some of you are getting ready to go out and about. But I want to tell you something. If you have not prayed, things are not going to, if you're a child of God, things are not going to go well for you. If you have not prayed about all of your problems and you are honest about them before God because God is going to be honest with you. He cannot help but be honest with you. And God will tell you some things. Yeah. The problem is, are you listening? As soon as you start praying, God's going to start stepping and, and start telling you things. Do you truly love your wife? He'll bring that up. Do you truly respect and honor and obey and submit to your husband. Uh, uh, people that have offended you or people you have offended and you know you need to get it right because you're not speaking to each other. You you don't like each other. All of, all of that. God's going to raise that person's head up in your face and in your mind's eye rather. As you pray. Why? Because God wants you to get that right with him or her. Before you pray to him. Because see. God does not play that. He doesn't play that. He doesn't, he doesn't play this foolishness. Of you, you're so right with me. But you're not right with her. And you're not right with him. He doesn't play that. I told my wife that years ago. You know. My wife and other women. Want to play the game of what well, I, I I love God and, I'm, and God loves me and and uh, and uh, uh, we uh, I, I'm praying to God about it and this that and the other we're so tight God and I we're so tight but you're not tight with your husband you disre you you respect God you say but you but while you're disrespecting your husband. You're disrespecting God because God told you to reverence and respect your husband. Hello, look at me real good. 
Look at me real good. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray right now. We're going to pray in a minute. All of these people got young people, uh, young adults and children, young uh, teenagers who act like they have such a tight relationship with God, but they don't honor their parents. God does not play that. God does not play that. Preachers won't speak to each other. Even in the same church, deacons won't honor and respect the pastor. Pastor won't listen to the deacons and, and all kinds of mess going on in the church. I mean, here, here we go now. Not even good in, in the first year of this president's, uh, Southern Baptist president's term. And if he's not careful, he's going to get just have one one um, one year as well. Already some fussing and fighting and ill-advised words. Talking crazy. And I told them the Southern Baptist Convention, they're reaping what they have sown. They have a civil war spirit in their own mostly white denomination. It's not against blacks now, it's against themselves. They're, they're reaping what they have sown. It is a generational curse. They, they like to fight each other. Civil war mentality as well as uh, a lynching mentality. I mean, when, 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 you, when you get in the crosshairs of a... Southern Baptist preaching, you're a preacher, you disagree with them, buddy. It's 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 uh it's WrestleMania, man. It's we're gonna take you out. They don't believe in and and maybe passing a few licks and we get we, we forgive each other and we move on together. No, no. No, we're gonna lynch you. That's their mentality. <clears throat> and look at what God is doing using black men to try to save the Southern Baptist Convention. I told them they needed, they needed to get with Dr. Tony Evans and they don't need to say a word unless they consult with him. And I hope Dr. Tony Evans, if they don't consult with him before they uh, do stuff, get out, don't, 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 even work, don't even try to help him. That's what I would do. Especially now, they better listen to him now, since they're under investigation by the Justice Department, the church, not only a church, not one pastor, but the whole Southern Baptist denomination under investigation, along with the Catholics, the, the, the uh, whore church. And they should have been on the investigation a long time ago. But I, I told I told them not to do this foolishness. I told the Catholic Church, the Pope and everybody, in writing, several times, do not do this foolishness of withholding communion from President Biden and from the Speaker of the House. And I said, and I, 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 and I, I told them, because they're going to investigate you for the evil that you have done. And they know about it. 
you better be thankful they're trying to get communion from you. And you ought not to be giving communion. That's why m many of you are dead. Just like in the bubonic plague. You're giving communion about re remembering Jesus Christ, but you, you're living an unworthy life as a homosexual and a child rapist. I know some of you say, man, I thought I was coming to a devotion. And you are. You here. See, and you're going to, you have raped children. You, I don't care. I double dog dare you to sue me. You have raped children at the altar. Your nuns have raped little girls with crucifixes and, and, and got involved in a homosexual, lesbian relationship. No wonder that we have an explosion of homosexuality in the world. And I said it before and I'm going to say it again. It is sadly the fault of the church. Because you have messed up the minds of young people, and no, no, and 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 no wonder they hate going to your church. It's not God's church; it's your church. Because they were raped there, they were molested there, they were forced to suck on priests' penises there. Oh, shut up! I don't want to hear it. You've been doing it. Or why can't I say what you've been doing? Molested by the priests, molested by the bishops. And you have paid out billions of dollars to keep things out of court. But you mess with the wrong one when you mess with Nancy Pelosi. Because I said it clearly. I said they should they should investigate you for the evil you've done i told you not to do it because they should investigate you and they know where the dead bodies are too they were trying to be loyal but no you want to keep on pushing you're not going to give them communion okay somebody's going to go to jail we're going to, they're going to investigate you and embarrass the whole denomination Talking about you, they are not worthy to take communion because they believe in abortion. You're not worthy to give communion because you believe in abortion too, bishop and, 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 and priest and pastor. Because uh, all of the nuns that you got pregnant, they had abortion. They're buried, some, uh, some of them are buried uh, near the uh, 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 St. Peter's Basilica. How about that? And I double dog dare you to sue me. All I'm going to do is call Nancy Pelosi and, and President Biden. And we're going to be all right. All right, all right, all right. So you, you should have you, you left well enough alone. And here you caught as a drunkard, dri drunk driver. The bishop who withheld communion from Nancy Pelosi she's the wrong one you say whatever you want to say she's the wrong one to do that to you did it to Biden try to do it to Biden and you know Biden is you know kind of roll with it but Nancy is the wrong one and she she took my advice and she's she's after you now and I would not push it
observe how the most solid and immovable things feel the force of supplication, yea, prayer. Prayer has shaken houses, opened prison doors, and made stout hearts to quail. Yea, has made proud hearts to humble down and say, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Prayer rings the alarm bell and the master, go ahead, Spurgeon. I wish I would have written it, Spurgeon, but God gave it to you like that. The mother load of anointing and unction. Master of the house arises to the rescue, shaking all things beneath, beneath his tread. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because of his wrath. God will shake you up. See, see, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't want to appreciate that and and accept that. But God will shake things up through the simple thing called prayer. God has done it hundreds of times, my dear friend. He who fixed the world's pillars can make them rock in their sockets. Go ahead, Spurgeon, and can upheave the cornerstones of creation. Yes, he can. But you don't want to, as the old saints used to say, you don't want to get God started. See, there are people who know God, and they know God loves you. He's very loving and extremely patient and won't, as the Queen's, as the Queen's uh, favorite hymn says, and won't always chide. But you don't want to get God started, my friend. Because, see, once he gets started, he's very determined. <laughs> he's going to make his point very clear. <laughs> Woo, he's going to make it. I'm telling you, you, you don't, don't, God, God does not want to have to deal with you like that. He's not, he's not looking, he's not that kind, he's not that kind of, uh, 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 he's not that way. He doesn't want to see you suffer and hurt and he doesn't want to shake you up but he will after a while by and by it may take a while but as the old saints used to say uh, the will of God grinds slow but it grinds show you can believe that now these things don't come from nowhere okay these old sayings you don't want to get God started the will of God grinds slow, but it grinds. They don't come from nowhere. They don't come from, uh, uh, you know, just out of the air. People have experienced this with God. God does not play. God will walk you down to get your attention. And he will allow some things to happen that will sh rock your world. Okay? Because somebody is praying. The huge roots of the towering mountains are torn up when the Lord bestirs himself in anger to smite the enemies of his people. How shall puny man be able to face it out 
with God when the very mountains quake with fear. The very mountains quake with fear. If God can move the mountain, he can move you <laughs> very easily. <laughs> Let not the boaster dream that his present false confidence, and so many of you people have it, will support him in the dread day of wrath. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. In that wonderful place called heaven, First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It is called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. As the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and 
rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell. Saved to what, you ask? Saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God, trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the Sinner's Prayer, which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray, amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
for more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.